0: You're now listening to Hack and Grow Rich with Shaheen Shayan and his co-host Bart Baggett, where we discuss hacking your way to success and the unconventional paths to unreasonable success with the people who've been there. And now, the author of Billion, How I Became King of the Thrill Pill Cult, Shaheen Shayan.
1: And today on the Highlight real Builder for Authors Known as GMP, the Great Glorious and Glamorous, this is the Goin' North Podcast, and we got another super special awesome human for you today, friends. That's right, indeed. That's right, indeed, because today's featured best-selling author is an award-winning business mogul so a man is a business mogul and he won some awards baby he's also a fellow podcast host as well so a man is rocking the mics the rocks and the business and he's one of the world's most sought after amazon experts because his career has spanned more than 30 years that's right ever since he came out the womb folks more than 30 years Earning over $350 million plus. Let's give it up for Mr. SC himself, the superstar champ himself, Mr. Shaheen Shane. How you doing today, Shaheen? Good morning, Dom. I'm doing great. How about you? Ah, yes, indeed, doing great too, man. Excited to have you on, man. Been listening to some of your audio book. Great job. I'm glad you read the book, man. I always appreciate when the authors read their books. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny when, when the book came out and I think for you guys who are just listening to this, Dom is talking about my book, billion, how I became king of the throw pill cult, which is out now on Amazon, audible, wherever you want to find it. Uh, I actually had the audiobook recorded by professional voiceover artist, uh, someone who gets paid thousands of dollars to do this. And every single person told me, Hey, you know, uh, really just want to hear you read it. So I end up reading the book. I think it's a fun ride. Uh, It's about my journey with creating a pill and creating nearly a billion dollars in revenue while still in my teenage years. So anybody that's interested in that, you could check out Billion, How I Became King of the Thrill Pill Cult. And and let me know what you think about it. I'm very curious. This has all been a journey. Uh, We just signed a film deal for the book. so I'm very excited about that film coming out soon. So there's gonna be a lot of exciting things happening around Billion and how I became king of the Thrillpo cult. And, and mostly it's kind of like what you do. I know you and I were talking before the show and you are a librarian, which is such an amazing job because you get to be around books all day. The, the, the interesting thing about my story is that now I really feel that I can use it to empower others to achieve similar success That I had. So that's mainly the reason why I wrote the book is to help inspire people to know that you can do anything, even if you don't have money, even if you don't have resources, there's really just three things that you need to have knowledge, courage, action, and I credit my friend Wayne, Wayne boss, who, who um, shared that philosophy with me early on one of my mentors. And it's really about having those three qualities that anybody can capture. And with having knowledge, courage, and action, you can accomplish anything. And I talk about that more in my book.
1: Boom. Knowledge, courage, and action, baby. That's right. The KCAD, baby. That's right, indeed. That's right, indeed. It's so right because there's so much darn knowledge out there, and of course, uh, (laughs) regurgitated knowledge thanks to the power of the internet. But hey, you got to have the courage to really use it, and then actually take action afterwards. Because you could walk around with a (laughs) wonderful constipation of inspiration. (laughs) Too much information to be like, oh god,
0: too much information. I have to use some of it. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. It's true. And, you know, one of the most important things I know now that I'm talking to a a librarian is knowledge and knowledge really can be acquired. Most people don't understand this. It's one of the most common mistakes that entrepreneurs make, especially beginning entrepreneurs. They look at things and they're like, man, I'm just not good at this. I'm just not good at this. No, there's things that you'll be good at naturally and things that you might need to work on naturally. But there is So much stuff and most things that you need and able able to be able to succeed in life and to be able to succeed financially can be learned. I am not uh, very good at a lot of things. Probably most things I'm not very good at. I'm, I'm top level, mastery level at just a couple things, a very narrow band. But what I am good at is learning. And so I spend a lot of my time learning how to learn. I read books, I listen to podcasts, I watch videos, I approach people and I'm like, hey man, that thing that you did there, that was really cool. Can you show me how you did it? And they're like, yeah, it's just this. And I'm like, whoa, wait a second. And I have to break it down. I have a slight learning disability, so it takes me a minute to learn things. But what I've discovered in life is that even if you are not as good as somebody else at something, if you work harder than them, you can seem like you're better and you can achieve better results just by working harder. Now, if you're naturally good, if you naturally have a, a genetic where you're, you're, you've got some what they call God-given talent at something, and there are people like that, that's, that's, that's awesome. The majority of us for the majority of things we need to succeed in business, to succeed in life, to succeed in all those things that we want to succeed at are not going to have those innate abilities. So what do we need to do? We need to learn. And is it possible to accelerate the process of learning? Absolutely. If you're not as good at something as somebody else, what can you do? Work harder. And that's what I like to teach And Now I have a course, where I teach people how to make money on the Amazon platform, uh, not selling their hours, rather selling their creativity. And we do that. It's Amazon mastery. And if anyone's interested in that, you could reach out to me as a darkzess at gmail.com d a r k z e s s at gmail.com. And we teach this I teach people stop selling your hours. I teach people learn how to learn better. Right? Have you heard? You know, if I had 10 hours to cut down a tree, I'd spend one hour cutting down the tree and 10 hours sharpening my ax. Maybe the other way around, right? 10 hours, (laughs) I'd sharpen my ax for nine hours and I'd spend one hour cutting down the tree, right? And that's really what, what I feel life boils down to is that you have to really spend more time thinking doing the heavy lifting sharpening those tools how do i accelerate, accelerate how do i accelerate my learning how do i accelerate the process where i can take information in and work with efficiency to maximize the things that i can be great at and not worry about all that other stuff And when you do that, people don't even notice. People don't even notice that you have a learning disability. People don't even notice your shortcomings because they're like, holy man, look at this guy. He's incredible at this thing. And really, you might not be incredible at that thing, but you might have just worked a little harder than the last guy who they think is incredible. You might have thought a little differently about things. And when we look at people, you look at people like Elon Musk. He's got a learning disability, allegedly one of the smartest guys richest man in the world right now as as we record this how is that possible the guy sleeps on the floor of the factory he does not give a you know what look at jeff bezos he had bricks set up in his office and a piece of wood and a spray painted sign behind him that said amazon and he worked ceaselessly endlessly at getting to where he was look at steve jobs the same thing steve jobs you know I, I, People will disagree with this. Wasn't the nicest of people from all counts, especially from Walter Isaacson's uh, biography of him. But what they did do is they learned how to think differently and how to learn differently. And now in this particular time in history, speaking of Jeff Bezos, everybody has the opportunity to create income, recurring streams of revenue, hours that you don't have to sell. We try to get people out of selling their hours. So I invite people to reach out to me. And I look, I have a one-hour course because you're a librarian and because I know that you're helping people. I want to help people too. It's normally 200 bucks. I'm going to give it to them for free. So I'm going to give my one-hour Amazon course for free. Mention Dom, the code D-O-M in the subject heading. Email me directly and we will take care of you. It is darkzess at gmail.com, D A R K. Z-E-S-S at gmail.com. And we'll give you that one hour course for free, teaching you everything, how to sell on Amazon, how to go from A to Z, how to find a product and how to succeed by not selling your hours. Boom,
1: that's right indeed. That's right, indeed. My man's a heavyweight champion right now, baby, giving you all these gems, baby, that's right, giving you access to that knowledge, indeed, baby, that's right, indeed. It's kind of interesting that you mentioned your learning disability, because I didn't even get to that part yet, because, like, I never even thought of that, because, like, my man's picked up so many skills, and the fact that you actually developed a herbal legal drug at the age of 15, so how the heck did that even happen with a learning disability? Is it dyslexia?
0: No, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, I think I'm probably slightly dyslexic, probably slightly all of that stuff. But I I, I didn't even realize until later in life that it's, it's harder for me to learn things than most people. It's harder for me to uh, take information in and to be able to translate it into actionable items. Very challenging for me. And I realized like, when I sit in a classroom or I sit at a lecture or I sit at any of these things, people are like picking up this information very quickly. But for me, it feels like uh, jumbled information. So I have to create a, a workaround where my brain can take this information and translate. It It didn't stop me from making millions of dollars. It didn't stop me from creating one of the largest supplement companies of all time before I was, before I was even in my 20s. But what it does do is it Showed me that I have to think a little bit differently than most people. And yeah, I got to work a little harder than the last guy who doesn't have a, a, a slight learning curve to go around. So the, I started when I was very young. You know, we came to the United States as immigrants and we didn't really have any money, grew up solidly poor. My dad had all kinds of odd jobs just trying to make ends meet. Uh, ended up working at a pizza shop at a dry cleaners and he worked at a dry cleaners for almost all his life until he retired. And I wanted to have wealth. I saw all this wealth, all this American dream happening. I was like, man, I want to have this wealth, but I had no access to it. It wasn't there for me. It was there for other people seemingly. So I left home. I decided to seek my fame and fortune. I found a mentor. Uh, a man named Ed Lawson. I write about him in my book. He was known as the California Walkman. He was a great civil rights leader of his time. And Ed was a, a black man coming up in the 60s and 70s. And he would constantly get harassed by the police. This is before Black Lives Matters. This is before all that kind of stuff. And he took the police departments to the Supreme Court by himself. He's not an attorney He was just a guy who believed in justice and fairness, and when I met him, he had gone through all that. He had won a Supreme Court case, and he had decided that he was going to mentor some young people, and there I was, and I was mentored by him for a period of time, and he really shifted my view on the world and taught me a lot about how the world works, how business works, how deals are conducted, but most importantly, how to influence people. And he was, more than anybody I've ever met to this day, a master of influence. He was a master storyteller. And if you can master those two qualities, it doesn't really matter where you are, what you have, what resources are available to you, because everything in life involves one person giving something to another person. So if you hold the tool of influence, and if you can do that through storytelling, the most impactful form of influence, there's nothing that can stop you.
1: There you go, what I'm talking about, indeed. Storytelling, indeed. The most masterful part of influence, indeed. Cause yeah, you're so right. That's how stories and knowledge was really transferred back in the day, and heck, even still to this day. And the thing is, like, we always love a good story, no matter how much of an adult we become. It's like, oh, storytelling. Let me tell you a story. It's like, oh, this is freaking good. Like, it's gonna be freaking amazing. It's gonna be like entertaining, indeed. So yeah, man, definitely right about that. So having a great mentor and learning those two skills. Like, my goodness, man, I know you're also big into the martial arts since you studied jeet Do, and uh, you also do Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So since a lot of successful folks usually have a great form of physical activity, in this case, self-defense, what are the three things you think you gain from your time studying the martial arts?
0: Uh, injuries, injuries, and injuries. Uh, I'm, just- <laughs> um, I'm currently injured. I'm, I'm nursing a back injury at the moment. But I think, I think, look, from martial arts, we can learn a lot of things. The first thing I think we can learn is how to be anti-fragile, as Nassim Taleb talks about in his book, Anti-Fragile. So many people in life are so worried. They're so concerned that every little thing is going to disrupt their perfect ecosphere. So many people are 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 really set back by the slightest things in life. Anything can throw you off balance. Try to be on the mats for two hours straight with people that are trying to choke you out and take take the air out of your trachea. (laughs) And you will quickly realize that the things in life, all those things that are happening in life really matter this much in comparison to the big picture. So the first thing is, it teaches you how to be anti-fragile. You you realize that you're tougher than you think. The second thing, which I think is probably the single most important thing in business and life and in any of that is mastery of discipline. Discipline is so critical. Discipline over what you eat. Discipline over how you act. Discipline over what you think. And being able to delay gratification. So important. And martial arts, one of the most important things, why, why I have my kid do it, is because it teaches you discipline. It allows you to have the discipline of not striking somebody because you don't like what they said at an Oscar party or at the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> it gives you, it gives you the, the discipline to have the security to know that you're okay. That's, that's another thing. And calmness, knowing that you can defend yourself physically, emotionally, in in all ways, gives you a sense of not only self-worth, but of calmness, where you can go through the world being calm, knowing, look, if I had to handle myself, I could, but I'm not going to, unless, unless I have to. The most chillest dudes you will ever meet are going to be badass martial artists. Because when a dude is on the mats, when a dude is in the ring, when a dude is doing that uh, several times a week, he doesn't want to fight. Somebody could say something about his mama and he could be like, all right, well, that's messed up. You don't talk about someone's mama, but you know what? It's cool. It's, It's not worth it for me to hurt you. And you walk away calm. The guys that the guys that throw punches and slaps and 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 hit people are the guys that are insecure. Those are not the martial artists. So it's a calm that you get going into life. And it's true, you do get injured. There are lots of injuries in martial arts. There's injuries in grappling, but I know people who do ballet who get more injured in ballet. I know people who do soccer who get more injured in soccer. So at the end of the day. Whatever you do, there's going to be injuries. I feel like you should do something, whatever it is, that gives you a discipline, a discipline of spirit, and allows you to go through life with a calm and assuredness of knowing who you are.
1: Boom. That's right day baby that's right hopefully all getting this wonderful tennis bracelet of wisdom from the good shame baby that's right that's right today the superstars got you covered indeed man i'm telling you because so right indeed it's like the i like just learning the martial arts it does give you like a real sense of calm and purpose and like folks would be like oh god we're gonna die oh my gosh like nah nah. i took a kick to the face today i think i'll be okay like forget this <laughs> like i'll be all right
0: <laughs> yeah yeah. Yeah. One of my first martial arts teachers, one of the things they taught me is that you're not going to die from a punch. Very unlikely. So one of the exercises that we did many years ago when I was a kid was actually, we tied our hands behind our back. And then the other, our partner, you know, cause you pair up in martial arts, our partner just got to punch us and we could not punch back. We could only bob and weave and duck and, and go back and you'd get hit, you would get hit. And then it would be that person's turn. And then they would get hit wearing gloves, of course, <laughs> but you learn that, Hey, A punch is going to hurt, but it's not going to kill me. And so then when your hands are free, you're like, oh, man, this is great. And I'm not afraid of of a punch when a punch is coming. And life is like that, too. You got to know that in business, in whatever you do, whatever endeavor you undertake, you're going to get punched. It's going to happen. Life has a way. I don't know anybody who's lived life who hasn't been punched. It happens. Look at all the great people throughout history. Everybody gets punched. Everybody gets knocked down. It's how you get up, how you react to those situations. And so what's that mean? It's about your internal state. It's about who you are inside and how you react to the stimulus being given to you. It's not about the stimulus. That's BS. All the stuff is on the periphery. It's about how you interpret it. And that's really
1: what it's all about at the end of the day. Amen uh, to that indeed. Amen to that indeed. That's right indeed. So, Man is all about really getting back up and really turning setbacks into success. One question I've been loving to ask folks recently is that what would you consider would be like your greatest failure that actually ended up leading to your greatest success?
0: Yeah, I- I've had a lot of failures in life. And the fact is, when you look at people that are successful, look, I've made hundreds of millions of dollars in my life. And when you look at people like that, you look at people who've made that kind of wealth, created that kind of money, you only see their successes. How many videos are there online of shots that Michael Jordan has missed? Not a lot. People don't create highlight reels of Michael Jordan missing shots. You see the ones that he's made. You see the, the two seconds in the game, and he, he makes the shot, and everybody screams, that was impossible, and, and, and it happens. Those are the things that you see. So we tend to remember the wins, the successes of the people who we admire, but what we don't see is their losses. And one of the reasons is that there's probably a whole lot of them, and I've had a whole lot of losses, and I write about them again in my book, Billion. Uh, how I became king of the throw pill cult. Again, you know, you guys check it out if you can. Get it at the library if it's if it's available, get it on Amazon. But in order to succeed, you have to fail. And you can do that intelligently. And by trying, you will fail. There's something you will fail at. And I tell people this about Amazon too: is that not every product we launch on Amazon is a success. So now we've got over 300 products. We've got a portfolio of products that we sell on the Amazon platform everywhere from teas to uh, home and kitchen to we sell a a huge range of things um, through the Amazon platform. And now I teach people how to do that. We've launched products that I thought would be huge successes that have turned out to be complete duds. But in a very general terms, I'll tell you, every time I have failed in a very big way it has been me going against my gut going against my intuition going against that feeling that i had that man you know this looks good on paper but when you really look at it i don't feel right about this business there's something about it that doesn't sit right with me so i i think there's something to going with your gut and Not always going with your head and really following your true intuition. Now, how do you find your true intuition? That's the tricky part that we all have to master. And again, I teach several techniques for that in getting into a flow state, being in a synchronistic state. And we teach that again in my Amazon course. If anybody wants to reach out to me at darkazess.com at gmail.com. That's D-A-R-K-Z-E-S-S at gmail.com. And I'm happy to give you that one hour course for free. But really, at the end of the day, when I look back at all my failures, I'm like, I kind of knew. I kind of knew that that wasn't going to work out for whatever reason, because it wasn't aligned to who I am. It wasn't aligned to what I believe. It wasn't aligned with what my gut was telling me to do. And I think in, in general terms, I think that's probably going to be more helpful to your listeners than my specific millions of failures. Yeah, uh, okay.
1: I got you the specific millions of failures. Yes, indeed. So was the last prank
0: call you made, man? I know
1: you still love to make prank calls,
0: man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love making prank calls. I do it all the time. I love, uh, pranking, um, scammers. I love pranking Nigerian scammers in particular who have these scams where they'll call off Craigslist and they'll say, "Hey, I'll pay you an extra thousand bucks if you ship it to me and wherever." And we collect checks, so they they send you these fake checks, and I have a collection of fake checks that people have sent me um, from strange, far and off, exotic places, which I'm I'm always amused by. And I I, <laughs> I, I enjoy uh, being able to laugh in life, and I know that's one of the great things with you. Uh, quick question for you, Don.
1: Yes, sir. From
0: my man Alan Watts, do you know? Why angels fly?
1: Mm, Why do angels fly? Is it because of the Red Bull? Because of the Red Bull. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Because angels give you wings.
1: (laughs) Red Bull gives you wings, baby.
0: (laughs) You are closer than you think, my friend. It's because they take themselves lightly. And it's true. And I think that's, that's, that's one of your most powerful assets as well is the fact that you can laugh through life. I got a feeling with you, there's nothing that could happen to you where you couldn't smile or or laugh it off. And that's amazing. You've got an infectious smile and a great laugh. And and really, that's going to get you so far in life. And I think for so many people, that's going to get you so far in life. Because people tend to be wound up so tight. And they walk around life holding their sphincters like this, and everything is so tight, (laughs) waiting, waiting to cancel somebody, waiting for somebody to say something to offend their sensibilities. And the fact is that you don't have to be wound up so tight. You can pretty much laugh anything off. And eventually, the other person will start laughing too. Life is just not that serious. Business is just not that serious. And if you realize it's like what, what ancient cultures called Maya, uh, it's, it's all an illusion. If you realize that, you know, getting a little philosophical here, but if you realize that none of it is real, and at the end of the day, the way that you interpret that stimulus coming in is more important than that stimulus because the way you interpret it creates your internal state and how you interpret everything around you the way the world works the way the universe functions the way people interact with you you enter into a place of such power and strength that nobody can tear you down and that's where i want people to come from you want to come from a place where you have that discipline you have that ability to acquire knowledge that ability to build that inner strength and then you become invincible and you can laugh it off
1: <laughs> that's right you love to see it in this case you'll love to hear it because my man is freaking powerful right now indeed dropping them gems baby that's right because that's right interpreting the stimuli because that's actually more powerful that's really powerful right there because like we're like we're kinda of overstimulated now thanks to everything that's out there. And then it's like, oh wow, so this captures my attention. It's like, hey, my senses, they're going they're running on all cylinders here somewhat, depending on the situation. It's like, oh, so what's causing this? Like, what's the science behind it? And it's like, okay, is this something to really pay attention to more often and avoid? Or is it something to really pay attention to and be like, oh, I, I kind of like this feeling. Like, you know, let me go ahead and pay attention to it and see if I can get more out of it. So my goodness, like that's actually something even never heard before. Just paying attention to the stimuli and what the, the cause of it is. Like it's something probably folks should take home with them.
0: It's true, my man. It's true. Um. So, yeah, that's awesome, man. Well, look, I, I really appreciate you having me on um, do you have any closing questions or anything you'd like to close with? No. Oh, yeah, man. Yes,
1: indeed. The question that everybody gets to receive, man. So if you're to wake up tomorrow and you're 25 again, but you're in the current year of 2022 with all of your knowledge and experience, what advice would you give to yourself?
0: So if I woke up tomorrow and I was yeah. 25 years old, what knowledge and information would I give to myself? Is that what you're, you're asking? Yeah, man. You basically wake up 20 years younger, man. Wow. Okay. So we're not talking about me talking to the younger me. We're talking, I just wake up in the morning and I'm 25. Yeah, I, so, but then I'm giving advice to myself. So the older me is giving advice to the younger me, but it's tomorrow and I'm the younger me. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Okay, okay, because that's that's a little (laughs) bit different than what what you're you're younger. You okay? So now, so now I got to put myself in the position of me being me now, which that's okay because I'm there now. But then there's a second me that's 25 that's now standing next to me. That's kind of freaky because I'd be like, (laughs) I'd be like, well. Is this guy gonna live in my house? What's what's gonna happen <laughs> with this twenty-five-year-old dude? Uh, this is a crazy question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's he? What's he gonna hang out with my family, my wife, my kids? What are, what are we? What are we talking about here? This is like a twenty-five-year-old dude now who's living in my house. I think that's called having kids. I just- <laughs> <laughs> that's a new interpretation of the question <laughs> yeah I, I, I mean, it's, it's a different question right if you said hey what would you if you went back in time and you were able to talk to the 25 year old you knowing what you know now what would you tell them and then i have an answer for that but your question far more complex you took me deep into the rabbit hole of the matrix so okay so now i've got this doppelganger or this clone let's say clone because it's not a doppelganger a clone of myself who's 25 years old. Who's standing here? I would say enjoy life more. I would say go out there and don't take things so seriously and and seek mentorship. Seek people who've achieved what you want to achieve and get them to mentor you and guide you along the way. I think that's what I would do. You got sci-fi, you got sci-fi on me, my man. <laughs> well yeah, man, I want folks to
1: go deep. Want them to think, laugh, and act, y'all. That's right indeed. That's right indeed. So if, once again, for those who need to keep in contact with you, check out that wonderful course and buy thousands of copies of your wonderful book. What's the best way for folks to do so?
0: Yeah, don't buy thousands of copies. Just buy one. I don't know what you do with thousand copies of my book. Um buy one. Uh you can get that at uh, Amazon, billion. How I became king of the Thropo cult. Uh, if you want to reach me, email me darkzess at gmail.com, d-a-r-k-z-e-s-s at gmail.com. And I'm happy to talk if anyone's interested. If you want to learn how to make money, how to sell on Amazon, just give me a call and we can have a conversation. There
1: you go, folks. That's right. We're going to put all the wonderful stuff in the show notes. Indeed. That's right. Indeed. He's got you covered like a blanket. Indeed. Y'all definitely check it all that's going to be in the show notes. Indeed. Oh shoot. I can't believe I forgot to ask my usual fun question. You're a fun guy. So if your book billion was a food item, what would it be? And why?
0: Meat steak, love steak. The Best thing in the world. Grass fed. Grass fed steak. Probably the best thing. Liver too. Liver is very nutritious. You, do you eat liver dumb? not much of a liver guy yeah i'm a liver guy i love liver and i i I feel it's one of the most nutritious foods got all the supplements vitamins everything in the world but liver really is is nothing makes me feel as good as having liver so i'm gonna recommend that go get some liver that's what it would be and i appreciate you having me on don
1: sweet that's what i'm talking about dude so there's there's the word, folks get some liver